the college football experience, Utah Utes 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yeah, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. All right. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. Once again, promo code CFBX for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code DGEN, D E G N. I'm sorry, D E G E N. Uh, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code DGEN. That's D E G E N. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. season preview. I've been doing so many damn previews, getting ready for the season. I can barely talk, but I'm going to need to talk in this one because <laughs> God damn the Utah Utes have been fire lately. They've been absolute two time pac 12 champ. And could they be three time in the final year of the pac 12? Perhaps uh, look, you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick. Dundee, that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Here we are talking Ute football, and I love this program, Patty C. You gotta love it. You know, Cam Rising might take uh, old Dundee's advice there. Pretend that the ACL never happened. Pretend. And and get on with his life. Obviously, the storyline of this offseason, especially after uh, their backup projected second string, tore his ACL as well. Mm, mm, mm. But, buddy. Kyle Whittingham has been battling adversity. <laughs> Talk about they never get any respect, buddy. And uh he's, you know, he's uh 154 and 74 as a head coach at, at Utah, including Patty C. Seven? Is it no, no, let me just make sure my math is correct. Seven double digit win seasons. Mm. Seven. One and oh all time against Nick Saban. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's a pretty nice flex. Yeah, it is. And uh, look, I think he's also two and zero against Jim Harbaugh. 
talk to me. Where do you yeah. put him? Where do you put him? I'm sorry. Let me introduce you first. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, um. Let's get it going. Back to the days of Scott Mitchell. Yeah, buddy. Alex Smith. <laughs> Brian Johnson. Newell's offense coordinator at Philadelphia Eagles. There you go. All right, they got guys. Cam rising next in line. What about some? Uh, I'm going to take a peek here. A little Zach Mike Moss. Fouts. Zach Moss. There you go. Chris Fumatamafalu. How about Jamal Anderson, buddy? Went to the Super Bowl with the, with the old Falcons in the late nineties. There you go. The U. Steve Smith, the wideout from the Panthers. Okay. Yeah, they got guys. The Utes crank out some talent, buddy. Uh, where would you put? As I was just about to ask you, where would you put old Utah in the pecking order for uh, like uh, Kyle Whittingham? That is in the pecking order of head coaches. You know, at this point, from like an, a career accomplishments uh, standpoint, you know, and the fact that he's still kind of in his prime. In fact, he's thinking. Uh, you, you said that, right? You you had a, you heard quotes from of him saying that he thinks that this is his potentially his best team on the line of scrimmage. He said by far the best team he's ever had. That's a bold statement because they've been a tough football team on in the trenches for a long time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's killing it right now. So I mean, would you is he a top ten coach? In he's a top football? ten coach. Look, he, if they have a great year and Cam Rising uh, recovers from that injury fully and you know hits the ground running at full speed into the season, he may have an opportunity to go three and zero against Harbaugh because we'll see him in the playoff or Saban. Or say two and zero against him, perhaps. Uh, look, you play for the New Orleans Breakers, Patty C. This is a former USFL. So subscribe oh, to the USFL Gambling Podcast. Say no more. Yes. Uh, uh, we're going to talk all about the 2023 Utah Utes. We're going to break down the offense, the defense, the special teams, how they did in the transfer portal because you got to grade that in 2023. And uh, then we're going to go game by game on the schedule, talking about what we see the Utes doing. Hopefully, you're watching on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Uh, because we also host not only is it the college football experience, we also host the uh, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience, the uh, Big Twelve experience, which obviously Utah joining the Big Twelve next year. Uh, also, uh, the FCS college football experience. So maybe you're a, a Southern Utah fan. The Thunderbirds and Zion or, or Dixie State, aka Utah, aka Utah Techs, and uh, Weber State. They keep damn it. They don't got some nice schools there playing good football. They play. Yeah. I would say Utah as a state probably has a higher win percentage than maybe any other state. <laughs> it might be. It's that Rocky Mountain be, uh, yeah. workout there. Something's in the water there. Uh, so subscribe to all those, uh, you know, solo podcasts or separate podcasts. You know what I mean? So I think you'll dig all of them. Obviously, here on the College Football Experience, we break down all 133 teams. We, we handicap and talk about every single game that's played in the FBS. Um, we've been doing this shit for years. So check us out. We come together as one, all those feeds come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Um, but I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience, uh, Utah, Utah, 2023 season previews brought to you by DraftKings. Yes. You've waited all year long and the time has finally arrived. College football is back. And so are the traditions that make this sport so great. All right. All the traditions, the tailgates, and with that comes the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score two hundred 
$100 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. All right. Look, I already talked about this. I like the over in that San Jose State USC game, week zero. And damn it, if if, Car- if Cam Rises playing, I like I like Utah to beat the Florida Gators. I don't know about the points; it depends on. I need to know about his status. But uh, look, just get over there, kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the pro use the promo code DGEN. That's D E G E N. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. When they bet just five dollars on any college football bet, only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code DGEN. Once again, gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler in New York eight eight seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY in West Virginia. Visit www gambler dot net in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Play responsibly. Uh, in Connecticut, help is available. Problem with gambling? Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Uh, See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance uh, eligibility. And deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com. Uh, I'm sorry, sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Yes, folks, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Take Rice Eccles, for example, which Michael Barker, College Football Camp Store, is going to talk about in a little bit here. But that place, they're 19 and 0 in their last 19 games, basically. <laughs> They get it done. That place rocks. So you don't want to be that bozo that says, "Oh, just get tickets at the at the tailgate." Yeah, just because they adds a few thousand seats there. Yeah, you know they're they're trying to make that stadium elite, but mm. that just is going to attract even more fans. Mm. You can't win if you're if you're trying to get that last minute ticket. And you can win though if you're trying to get that last minute ticket with Why is game that? time. Oh, game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all. Whether it's sports, music, comedy, theater, anytime it's near you, all right. With killer details on last-minute tickets in their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. Forget planning months in advance. Look at the divorce rate, all right. How that how that months in advance work out for them, all right. I'm I'm joking. You're but, talking to the people in Utah. Yeah. I don't think that uh, applies quite as quite well, as that, much. That's true. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. Look at uh, I mean, there's a lot. Look at uh, look at the XFL 2.0. All right. Yeah. Not 3.0. You try and plan. Uh, you know, the whole world shuts look, down. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Uh, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, get this game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's fantastic. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Once again, create that account, redeem the code CFBX, $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Utah Utes 2023 season preview. 
Boy, oh boy, let's talk a little bit about the transfer portal, Patty C, because it's batshit crazy in 2023. It's a parting. You got to grade it. I feel like you got it. Unless you're Army, Navy, Air Force, you got to be able to sit there and say, I want to grade this thing. Yeah. I want to see if they did good things in the offseason. So, departing offensive lineman Jackson Garcia, gone. Still in the portal, apparently. Offensive tackle Tyler Knack heads out to Matt Rule and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Quarterback Luke Batari heads out to the California Golden Bears. Going to go drop acid with those hippies. <laughs> All right. Tight end Devin Johnson's in the portal. Wide receiver Taquan Gilmore is in the portal. Wide receiver Chris Reed is in the portal. Safety Jaden Pearson is in the portal. They haven't landed anywhere. Or I'll mention it. Safety Clayton Isabel in the portal. Linebacker, four star transfer here. Isabel, a little bit of a loss. Yeah. 16th on the team in tackles. Contributor. Okay. Well, how about this one? Four-star uh, transfer, according to twenty-four-seven Sport. Andrew Matafa heads out to the South Florida Bulls, and Alex Galesh going to Tampa. Mm. Uh, and then we look. We got to talk about this one. Offensive lineman Paul Mele goes to BYU. Fucking disgusting. Mm, fire Just that, fire disgusting. That I got something for that. I got. I mean, when I see something like that, and I know, I know it's like the yeah. Schembechler thing, and Whittingham went to BYU, but. It's, just it's got to make you puke. Yeah. Running back Ricky Parks. He uh he's in the portal. Hasn't landed anywhere yet. Is that Money Parks? Money Parks. <laughs> uh tight end Landon Morris heads out to the Temple Owls. Who? Who? Who could have a nice little passing attack with EJ Warner, son of Kurt Warner. Uh linebacker Mason Tufaga heads out to the Oregon State Beavers. I think he's projected mm. to start over there. Defensive end Tyler Wegus heads out to the boys State Broncos. Long uh, linebacker, I'm sorry, not long. Second, linebacker Ethan Calvert. This is a four-star transfer. Patty C uh. goes to the Cal Poly Mustangs. They got a five-star quarterback and a four-star defense. What the hell's going on in, in San Luis Obispo? When you get up Madden there, money. yeah, that Madden money is going in. fast in yeah. the NIL. <laughs> uh, linebacker Lawani Langle or Langi is in the portal. Cornerback Malone Matale heads out to Utah State. Ooh, going with the Aggies. <laughs> Offensive tackle Simi Maloa also goes to BYU. What the hell's going on in the world? <laughs> All right, Patty C. Incoming. Buckle up, buddy. Stanford linebacker, four-star transfer. According to twenty-four-seven Sports, this is a huge get. Lavani. The Mooney from Stanford coming into Utah. Nice. Probably their best defense player right here. Wow. Defensive end, four star transfer as well, Patty C. From the BYU Cougars, Logan Fanu. <laughs> I mean, what the hell's going on here? But I mean, that's a, that's a great get. If you're a fan of this team, you're like, okay. Yeah. It's, no doubt. It gets, it gets bigger. You ready for the next one? Cornerback, four-star transfer according to twenty-four-seven Sport. Miles Battle from Ole Miss coming in. Oh yeah, that's supposed to be a big one. Yeah, kicker from the Colorado Buffaloes, Cole Becker. This guy's good. I watch Colorado football. He's good. Uh, wide receiver Emery Simmons, three-star from Indiana, the Hoosiers. I think he might have started for Indiana. Okay. 
USC safety Britton Allen. Disgusting. We just talked about this. Speaking of Britons, they're gonna miss Britton Covey. They are. How about this? Wide receiver Micah Pittman from the Florida State Seminoles, Patty C. And Auburn tight end Landon King coming into Utah. Patty C, did they win or lose the portal? I'm gonna say they won it. You know, I would say getting the uh, Ole Miss defensive back is big, but I think getting the Logan Fanu at the DN spot and then Lavani Dumuni at the linebacker spot. They got some, and the, even the kicker. They got some key guy. I feel like all those guys they got are gonna play. They had uh, two guys in the top five in the country in intercept interception return yards. Clark Phillips, who was drafted, and R.J. Hubert. Those guys get the ball and they make house calls with the with the ball. So yeah. it's nice to be able to replenish that. Yeah, you replenish the defensive front. This defense was already pretty darn good last year, and you you bolster it even more. And then you combine that with what Kyle Whittingham said about his offensive line. It all really does come down to uh, Cam Rising being healthy. But yes, to answer your question, it sounds like a little bit of a push in the transfer portal, but maybe they improve slightly. I think slight win. Yeah. Uh, scoring offense a season ago for Andy Ludwig, who by the way turned down Notre Dame to come back to Utah. Hmm. Wow. I like it. Uh, think he's get, think he's bullish on his team. Well, so that, turn down Notre Dame, and I think the uh, Notre Dame administration. Andy Ludwig was uh, Marcus Freeman's hand-picked, you know, successor yeah. to Tommy Reese. And Notre Dame, I think, lowballed him, mm. and uh, so I don't know if he. But who knows if Andy Ludwig, what Ludwig sees uh, Utah as a better opportunity to springboard his he- I mean, head coaching career? Whittingham, sixty-three, or maybe he just takes what over. What if Whittingham's Utah? just like, hey, this is your next gig? Yeah, I'm who late. knows? Yeah, uh, scoring offense, eleventh in the nation for Andy Ludwig a season ago. Rush offense, eleventh in the nation. Patty C. Mm. Passing offense, 49th, top. 50 in both rushing and passing charting at the 17th best offense in America. And guess what? They returned Cameron rising. But as I alluded to, they are going to have to uh, figure out the backup quarterback spot with a, with an injury, but that's really the X factor. Cam rising is a stud, but, uh, and he was a legit Heisman, He's a legitimate Heisman, Heisman contender, but you got to wonder where he's at with that. Yeah. Nate Johnson though is a guy. I know they're excited about. I don't know. I mean, they also, yeah, I don't know. Nate Johnson, a, a nice uh, 36 adjusted yards per attempt last year. One completion, one touchdown uh, for 16 yards. So, um, you know, it, fortunately, even though Tavion Thomas, the team's leading rusher, leaves. So, so here's the thing, though, is yeah. if they have to, I don't worry about the running back spot because, um, but if they, so let's say Rising can't go. Yeah. Brandon Rose, the backup, tore his ACL. So it would be their third string. Bryson Barnes would be the starter, him or Nate Johnson. Mm. That makes it tricky. And yeah, it does. the mm. running back spot, Patty C, I don't worry because Micah Bernard is still there. Yeah. Quinn and Jackson still there. Yeah. Both those guys are studs. Yeah. Number two very good and background. three leading rushers on the team last year. Cam Rising, number four leading rusher on the team. That guy can move. He's got wheels. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why it's so pivotal with the to not rush them back in a way. Yeah. But the schedule doesn't give you a lot of opportunity because even week two is Baylor in Waco. But uh, look, everyone talks about you know what they lost with Kincaid, that great uh, Chuck Norris movie. But uh, 
Kuthi, Brant Kuthi was, was like the guy that everyone was talking about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Kincaid was a San Diego transfer in the FCS from the yeah. pioneer league. Yeah. So uh, getting Kuthi back Utah is Utah's one of these teams yeah. that makes tight ends look phenomenal and they, yeah. they have a good eye for them and they attract good tight ends. Dude. I, I, uh, Kincaid, what did he have? Like, I feel like he had 30 catches against the USC. <laughs> USC could not stop him yeah. in the Salt Lake city game. They could not stop that dude. Yeah. Um, oh, they made him look phenomenal. every play. They would just throw it to him. The wa- Cade was a first round draft pick for the, for the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Yeah. yeah. Number 25. Uh, Patty see the wide receiver room and, and is Kuth- deeper. Kuth- Kuthi, what's that? How do you pronounce yeah. the name? Uh, Br- Brant Kuthi. Kuthi, yeah. three times second team all pack 12. That's what I'm saying. So you're right. No, last year, like everyone was saying he was going to be the first round draft pick. He yeah. gets injured and then Kincaid comes out of nowhere. Hey. Uh, the wide receiver position, Devon uh, Vele is back uh, at the wide receiver spot. They also have money parks that will be playing. And also like, I just think they're deeper at the wide receiver position. Uh, Emery Simmons comes in from Indiana. They also get Pittman from uh, and Landon King. They just, I feel like they're a little bit deeper at the wide receiver position, despite losing uh, uh what's, what's my guy's name? Uh, no, but they lost him two years ago. Didn't they? They lost the other guy two years ago, buddy. Covey, uh, uh, Covey you're yeah, right. You're right. You're ago. right. That's right. Um, he was gone after the first Rose Bowl. Yeah. So, uh, but also keep an eye on the other tight end, Thomas Yasmin, a senior. Keep an eye out there. They're tight end factory. They're Iowa of the West. Yeah. Vele, uh, also a, a solid punt return, number twenty in the nation, nine point five yards per return. Uh, it's funny, you know, there are some just super elite punt returners, that, and then. But Vele, they produce pretty good special teams, and you've mentioned that as like a hallmark of like a good Winningham, coach. Yeah, yeah, and Winningham falls certainly in that category. Well, they return three of five on the offensive line, but get this: the left tackle, that's one of the newcomers. His name is Falcon Kamatu Tule. Uh, they, they got that by that Hawaiian yeah. Samoan. We'll, we'll check this Polynesian out. pipeline. If you're panicking on him being a newcomer, don't worry because the guy's played in 22 games. All right. Uh, so there's that. They also are counting on Jaron Crump, uh, t- a guy who started 11 games uh, at the center spot. So you can argue that in a way it's almost like having five of five back on the O line, Patty C. Uh, Cole Becker, the kicker from Colorado, like I said, he was solid at Colorado. The defensive side of the ball for Morgan Scully, 26 in scoring defense a season ago, Patty C. 17th in rush defense, 60th in pass defense, charting at the 26th best defense in America. Patty C, they, this is where I know Whittingham is very, very bullish on his team here because they return nine defensive starters and they add in some key transfers. So the entire front seven is back. Nice. Uh, Tez Johnson, also a redshirt freshman who played in four games, is is who they're counting on in the nickelback spot. The secondary, uh, Zamaya Vaughn is is another guy. Uh, J- Jatrav- Travis uh, Broughton is is a guy that is penciled in to start and return. Siano Vaki and Cole Bishop as well. Patty C. Uh, let's just talk about this for a second. Well, because this team, this defense might be really good because you also add in the Stanford guy, the Stanford transfer that's going to play substantial minutes. Uh, they have a lot of all Pac-12 guys. When I look at the sheet right here, yeah, I just see Kareen Reed. Second team all pack twelve, Lander Barton. They have just guys. Yeah, I got to do a very little bit deep of a deep dive on what I mean. Whittingham, obviously a defensive specialist. What he's doing because 
you think of him as like the hard nose kind of like maybe not dialing up exotic things, uh, kind of coach and just not giving up a blade of grass, but his team is generating turnovers and they do, you know, so maybe he's, he's a little more exotic than I want to give him credit for. But uh, you know, this is, this is a tough defense regardless, you know, and returning their entire front seven on the number 26 defense in the nation, bring it back nine. Yeah. That, as, and you talk about having one of your best offensive lines of all times, the iron sharpening iron in the, uh, in the trenches every day in practice has to be a, a, a nice thing for them. So let me ask you this. Will the offense be better in 17th in the nation? Like it was last year. I think it might regress with rising's uh, health, but it's certainly possible with the offensive line. And I do think they're deeper at wide out this year. Yeah. Um, Probably. I mean, look, Tavion Thomas, I thought was a good running back 4.8 yards per rush though, but Bernard and Jackson 5.0 and 6.8. Yeah. Bernard was a stud a couple years ago. He got injured. Yeah. So they'll probably be fine at running back wide receiver. No, they're deeper at wide out this year deeper. than last year. Yeah. May, I mean, if it all, it all comes down to rising. Yeah. Uh, the defense Patty, she was 26 a season ago. I, I just want to go ahead and say they're going to be better in 26. Yeah. I mean, that even sounds kind of low for a uh, Kyle Whittingham coach team. Yeah. I'd have to go back and and check some of their previous rankings, but I imagine they're typically a little higher than that. Well, look, we're going to talk about all of this, but uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to go game by game on the schedule essentially. And we're going to project where the Utah Utes will, will fall in 2023. Obviously the cam rising thing pending is a big deal for us, you know, projecting, but We'll try our best to to uh, make our predictions there. We're also going to talk to Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, about his experiences to Salt Lake City and Rice Eccles Stadium. But before we do all that, I want to tell you that the Utah Utes 2023 season preview is brought to you by Factor. Yes, with the with the busy fall season just right around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam packed days. Look, I'm previewing 133 teams. I could use someone making me some meals instead of me running out grabbing a quick quick burger or something from a fast food joint. Look, Factor is America's number one ready to eat meal kit. And it can it can help you, you know, fuel up fast, super fast with chef prepared dietitian or I'm sorry, dietin approved ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time eat well and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Because look at that. I get it. We're all busy. You know, sometimes you don't have the time to cook. You don't have the time. And if you do go get, you're eating unhealthy shit. So this is what's perfect about that. Head over to factormeals.com slash SGPN 50 and use the promo code SGPN 50 to get 50% off. Once again, that's code SGPN 50 at factormeals.com slash SGPN 50 to get 50% off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, the NFL season is right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em, and Underdog NFL Pick'em is a great way to get down on your favorite over and under picks. You know, they even got college football as well as they even got NFL preseason, folks. So hop on over there and do that. And of course, make sure you enter the Best Ball Mania, where first place gets three million dollars. Look, I can tell you this, folks. Underdog pick I like week one. Give me Jacksonville State to beat Utah. Week zero. Week zero. Boom. Let's go. Let's do it. Rich Rodriguez. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. 
All right, we are back, Patty C. And uh, I know you know we normally have the sweet graphics. We still got Utah graphics. We're rocking Utah graphics. It's just not homemade here. This is just old faithful. Um, okay. The win total is sitting at eight and a half, Patty C. Is that is that insulting to Kyle Whittingham? You think that absolutely should be? <laughs> you know, the last four full seasons, you know, throughout the COVID year. Yeah, they've managed. Ten and they've lost the the, the bowl games, so they yeah. did this in the regular season. Well, nine, I guess you could 11, say ten, ten. Well, I think last year would have been nine and uh, still cash three, still cash. Yeah, because they got the yeah. Pac-12 championship. So yeah. uh, either way, still catching uh, cashing. You're correct. Now the Pac-12 is a little more loaded. I mean, honestly, since 2014, he's only had one year where he didn't hit where he didn't hit nine. Yeah, he's a good. I mean, a great coach, and obviously, 2008 stands out as. a you know, the one really special. They won year. a national championship then. Yeah. I mean, AP postseason number two, but 13 and 0 and beat Nick Saban in pretty resounding fashion. They should have been included in the playoffs. They might have been the best team in the country that year. Kyle Whittingham might have had a national championship. No, Maybe he does have a national well, championship. Yeah, he does. Right. Uh, sh- and look, in 2004, they also won a national championship too. But 2008's actually been claimed, Petty C. Really? 2004 is what we got to get claimed. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Let's get 2008's two. actually been claimed. Hang the banner. Yeah. Uh, buddy. So let's hop into the schedule. Cause in my opinion, I feel very confidently that this is the hardest schedule in America. <laughs> Let us take a look because week one, they are hosting the Florida Gators. Now these Gators <laughs> obviously proved to be a challenge last year, but bowl that- team, but lost in the bowl. Got whooped by Oregon State. That was, uh, you know, in Florida, made a difference. And um, look, they this is a bet. huge game with Cameron Rising. Yeah, I'm saying, like, we need to know his health. They have to have him for this one because this is the exact kind of game that screws Utah, and as a result, screws the entirety of the Pac-12, and probably I think it's cost the, the Pac-12 its entire existence. No, I think they'll beat Florida. The Pac-12 actually kind of handles their own against the SEC, believe it or not, when they come to the West. That's true. Um, so I think they beat Florida on Thursday, August 31st. I can't wait to watch that game. Yeah. But it's the very next week that scares the piss out of me. Yeah. Future Big 12 matchup as Utah heads into Waco. I have them losing in Waco. I just don't think mm-hmm. they can win both of those to open your season. That's fucking insane, by the way. You have a nine-game conference schedule. Yeah. Compare that to Georgia's, right? Yeah. You have a nine-game conference schedule. Yeah. And you pl- schedule Florida and Baylor. Florida outs- is probably the second hardest team on Georgia's schedule. Yeah, and they're like the eighth hardest team on uh, well, Utah's schedule. It's just insane. So I got them going one and one in the first two. How about you? Um, I think they go two and zero, oh, but it, it could easily be one and one. Well, then you want to get even stupider. Yeah, they pl- they they're hosting Weber State, uh, an FCS like a an FCS playoff team, almost like an FCS blue blood. You, yeah, ten and three last year. In hold the on, do you, do you know what they did though in ten and three? Uh huh. They be, they played the Mountain West champion Utah State. So Mountain West champion two years ago was yeah. Utah State. You know what they did to Utah State at Maverick Stadium? I got it pulled up. Thirty five seven. This team is very good, man. Put it on Montana or beat Montana. Dude, all of their losses were by like five points and three points. Look at this. They yeah. almost went undefeated last year. Yeah. That's insane. That's what I mean. This schedule is insane. Uh, they're going to beat Weber, but don't come out and fuck around because Weber will 
they're they're going to be good again. Yeah, that's not one where you can just go to sleep. Unfortunately for Utah. Okay, then the following week, Chip Kelly comes to Salt Lake City. They're not winning in Salt Lake City. No, the freshman not. quarterback. No, they're not. Uh, so you got them what four, four and out? I got them three and one. And now on a Friday night, top ten, they're going to head up to Corvallis. Patty C, you want a guarantee? <laughs> I guarantee you they don't they don't win this game at Corvallis. <laughs> I don't know. These are two similar teams. Very tough. This place is gonna burn down. A top <laughs> ten team, and th- now you add in the fact that they're left out. They're not good enough to go to the Big Twelve, the the Pac or the uh, the Big Ten or the SEC. <laughs> this is gonna burn down. Utah, a team they undoubtedly invited in with a vote. Is now leaving them for greener pastures. That's a slap in the face. Yeah, maybe Oregon State does get them, but I'll say this: I'll, I'll take a, a composite of a few games that they could potentially lose. Right now, I'm going to give Utah a win here, but what? I don't know. It's too many, too many tough opponents. Oregon too. State is what, what you said, like a ten-win team. Yes. Last now time, they got DJU. Last month. time they went to Corvallis two years ago, Utah lost. Maybe I'll give them a loss here. They got, I mean, it's gotta be one of these teams. Yeah. Well, it might as well be They're basically on a playing, Friday night. Let's month. look at this right here. They're basically playing four bowl teams and Weber state. Who's an FCS playoff team. Yeah. They have a loss by now. You're <laughs> right. You're right. Uh, they get a bye week Then they're hosting the California golden bears. That should be a win. Yeah. They get them at home. That's nice. I have them with two losses. Yeah, so I, I have them at uh, four and two right here after the Cal Golden Bear game. I'll keep them at five and one. Then they head to the Coliseum to take on USC, Patty C. They sh- throttled them uh, 47 to 24 in Allegiant Stadium, which is a pretty similar, uh, you know, venue, I guess, in terms of ideal conditions that the, the, the Coliseum I'll, I'll presents. Take USC on the revenge. I guess I will too, but why? Isn't Cam rising from LA too? So it's yeah. like, well, here's the thing: is like you knock on the door, you knock on the door again, and then the third time is usually the time they got to the Rose Bowl twice. It's kind of their destiny to win it this year on their way out of the Pac-12, um, but they have to go to LA. They have to go to the Coliseum. So I got lean USC. I don't know why though. For the last six, Utah's won. Against USC, yeah. How many of those were in the Coliseum, though? Uh, that that uh, they're one and one in their last two, so two of the last six were there. Okay. But how about this? The last three times, check out the last three times. Ready? Yeah. Last time, three times in, in the Coliseum, they won forty-two to twenty-six, mm-hmm. sixteen-point win. They lost thirty to twenty-three, so seven-point game, and they lost twenty-eight twenty-seven because they went for two. Going to the Coliseum is not the be all end all situation there. Uh that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. I'm gonna take I'll say loss. That's my third loss though, buddy. That's my second. So I can't afford another loss. The Oregon Ducks come the very next week to Rice Eccles. They'll get slapped. Yeah. Oregon's gonna get fucked up there. I mean, that was a good game. What was the score of that one last year? That was a three point loss, little revenge spot. That was in Autzen. Yeah. They're not gonna go into Salt Lake City and win. No. Then Arizona State comes on November fourth to to uh, not Austin. I'm sorry, Rice Eccles to Rice Eccles. They're not going to win. No, yeah. So you have them at what six and three. And here's the here's the hard part here. Yeah. They, they go to Seattle. 
I got them losing eight and no, you got them with four losses here. Then they're back to back away. They're at Arizona. They win. Then they're home to Colorado in primetime. They win. What are they doing? This do schedule's insane, man. I I feel like yeah, it's freaking brutal. Here's the thing, though, because they lose to either Baylor or I had them losing to Baylor. Will three losses get you to the Pac-12 championship? Because it could. <laughs> uh yeah, because that's non-con. Um, it very well could. It it all it kind of depends. Yeah, I mean the whole top half of that conference finished in the top twenty-one last year. Okay, um, let me ask you something. Can you blindly tell me, like, who's better between those like top? They have what five teams with a win total of nine of above or eight and a half and above? Yeah, that's insane. First off, that's the only conference in America that does that, and like, well, last year. USC eleven and three, Washington eleven and two, Oregon ten and three, Utah ten and four, Oregon, Oregon State, State ten, 10 and three, three. and yeah. then you throw in UCLA nine and four, Wazoo seven wins too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is a very tough to distinguish top of the conference or half of the conference. So wait, you're going over though? Um, so eight and a half. You I think, think nine and three. I think uh, I would have them losing at Washington too. But yeah, I think I'm going nine and three. Dude, the road trips are fucking brutal. Let me break down these road trips: Waco, Texas. Yeah. Corvallis. Yeah. USC. Mm-hmm. At Washington, and yeah. then that's a back-to-back away at Arizona. So even the Arizona game is no cakewalk because it's a sneaky spot. This is going to be fascinating to watch. This I'm on the under. I don't feel good about this play because Whittingham is going to make me look like a fucking fool. But the, the he never skin. just wins eight games. Putting Florida, Baylor, and Weber State as your what are you nine doing? Yeah. What are you doing? You are in a position. You have the roster right now. If you give the Michigan schedule, they're in the playoffs, right? Yes. They they they, they probably and lose 0, to Ohio State and beat Penn State, and they're eleven and one. And they yeah. play in the Big Ten championship. Yeah. Although they did just lose to Penn State in the bowl game. Vice versa, bowl. maybe. Who cares? But yeah. Cam Rising was out for yeah. a, a, a por- portion of that. Uh and even more so against Georgia, um, you know. I think Tennessee, you know, going to Tennessee would be a tough game, but uh, they win every other game on that schedule. Now they will. We'll see what they do against Florida, but we have them. We're predicting that they beat Florida. So yeah, I think if they had Georgia's schedule, we'd see them in the playoff, and that'd be guaranteed. They're gonna have three or four losses. You're yeah. going over though. <sighs> yeah, I guess just based on history, but I don't feel good about this at all. Yeah, I don't feel good about my me going under. I feel like uh, I can't wait to watch this season though. Yeah. Folks, uh look, before we get out of here, we got Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, to talk about his experiences in Rice Eccles. So with no further ado, here is that interview with Michael. Joining me on the college football experience, Utah Utes 2023 season preview is none other than Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. And you're probably wondering what that is. Oh, Michael runs a Twitter page at CFB campus tour where he documents all of his travels. Let me tell you about all of his travels. He's been to all 133 college football stadiums. A lot of them multiple times. He's been to a lot of the FCS, a lot of D two D three. And he documents all of his travels, which sometimes five, six, seven games a week is what Michael's doing. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show. Talk a little Utah football and Rice Eccles Stadium, man. Yeah, thank you for having me, Colby. This uh, personally is a special stadium for me in 2021. It was my 130th and final game to be one of the few people in the world that's seen a game at all 130 FBS stadium. So 
great memories of Rice Eccles. And they've created a lot of great memories themselves. The Utah Utes, because I want to say they're 19 and 0 in their last 19 games at Rice Eccles. The crowd is unbelievable. I know they're at the elevation that's sneaky high. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I feel like 30 years ago, Utah was just decent. But man, 20 years, the past 20 years have been dominance on the football field. Uh, maybe even a little bit more than 20 years. But uh, talk to me about the history of the stadium. So they've been playing on the same site since 1927. Uh, from 1927 to 1997, it was called Rice Stadium. But they essentially tore the whole thing down after the 97 season, rebuilt the stadium, changed the name to Rice Eccle Stadium. Uh, so it officially opened the new version in 1998, has 51,000 seat capacity. Uh, Eccles is Spencer Eccles. He's a uh, grad and chairman of First Security Bank. He donated $10 million towards the stadium project. So uh, it became Rice Eccles Stadium. It was the main stadium for the 2002 Winter Olympics. Also the closing and opening and closing ceremonies. It was temporarily named during the games Rice Eccles Olympic Stadium. And outside the stadium, you can still see the Olympic Cauldron Park. It remains on the exterior. And the biggest crowd they ever had was a huge game last year. Big impact on the college football playoff. 53,609 versus USC. And they beat number seven USC 43 to 42. That game was insane. Watching that, I watched it here in the studio. That game was absolutely insane. Their fans are fantastic. It just seems like the perfect college football experience. They, I know they got a week one matchup on a Thursday night against uh, against Florida. That I'm sure that place will be bonkers. But uh, tell me, how many times you've been here, man? So I mentioned uh, that I went there in 2021. That's the only game that I saw. It was the season regular season finale. They played Colorado. They beat them at 28-13. Uh, very cold, typical November, Colorado or uh, Utah uh, weather. But what's cool about that stadium is if you get on the home side, uh, on the outside, you can see the Olympic Park cauldron. You can see all that. But beyond the roadside bleachers, you got amazing views of the mountains and the foothills. And so, you know, you just grab a seat at the top of the stadium, look to your left. You got some great football. Look to your right. You got some amazing views. So uh, I'm hoping to get my second game back at Rice Eccles sometime here in the near future. Hell yeah. I mean, and I like the fact that they've been playing on the same field, I guess, since night, since 1927, that seems pretty awesome. Uh, well folks, uh, get on over to Twitter and give Michael a follow because like, like I said, he's been to every stadium. He documents, he does the photo of the game, uh, which it looks, it's just a, like, looks really professionally done. And then, uh, and then, you know, he documents, you know, the, the statues outside of the stadium, the history of the stadium. It is just a must follow Michael. I appreciate you hopping on the show. Talk a little rice Eccles in Utah. And perhaps one day I'll see you there, man. Yeah, this is a good one. I wish I could be at that Thursday night opener. It looks like an amazing game, but uh, sometime in the future, we'll make that happen for sure. Uh, appreciate you hopping on the show and, and I'm looking forward to seeing the travels this fall. Cause I'm sure it's insane. Uh, I can't wait eight days. we got eight days. So I can't wait. There we go. Take care, man, and appreciate you hopping on. Thank you. Michael Barker, Rice Eccles Stadium. Patty C, one of the toughest places to grab a win lately in college football. Salt huh? Lake City, a great town. You got Provo not far away. It's beautiful. You know, that rivalry is going to be back. That's the only good thing I like about this Big 12 move. Oh, it's going to be freaking excellent. BYU, Utah should be in the same conference. I want them playing every year the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know what? The day after Thanksgiving every year. That's where it should be. Yeah. Black Friday in this in the Holy War 
Look, uh, Utah, even if they don't win the Pac-12 and 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 get that third straight Rose Bowl appearance, which would be in the college football playoff, the Fiesta Bowl, very possible. A nice little landing spot that feels feels right for them and might be a uh, staple of their Big 12, uh, you know, because they're going to be one of the best teams in the Big 12 moving forward. Maybe they, they are yeah. they going to be the best team coming then in? Kansas State jumped to. I mean, I don't know TCU in the mix too. Yeah, you know yeah. it's funny because uh, this is a great argument for you saying recruiting rankings are overrated. Kansas State number seventy in uh, the conference or the co- national composite uh, uh, talent rankings. Uh, Utah number thirty three, TCU number thirty two. All these teams are way out. Maybe just. Non glamour programs get severely underrated from a talent standpoint. I don't think Dude, that's TCU. I think it's I I I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's like they've won like I feel like eight of nine against Texas or something crazy like yeah. that. So it's like you know Texas always gets better recruiting. It's a sham. It's all a sham, folks. But you know it's not a sham. The college football experience. Look, Patty sees on the over. I'm on the under, and I. I don't know. I don't feel good about it because Whittingham's a fucking genius. All right. Yeah. Uh, but folks, we're here all year rocking. So subscribe, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. And remember, you can watch this live on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. And that's the hub for all of our college football. I'm sorry, for all of our ex- our podcasts, essentially, the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience, the Big 12 experience. Got to get over there and check all that stuff out. Go to youtube.com slash the college experience. Thank me later. Uh, yeah. Folks also check out the sports gambling podcast. They're breaking down all 32 NFL teams. If that's your cup of tea and the SGPN app is free to download in the app store and Google play store. Hop on over to the discord. Talk, talk you sports with us. I mean, shit, come on, let's go sports. Talk about this beautiful logo here. Discord. Yeah, this is a great logo. It is a very classic logo, right? there. Native American imagery in sports. Freaking beautiful. The Redskins name needs to come back because I, I completely agree with the current movement right now on the fact of bringing that back because I think Native American culture needs to stay relevant in our society. Yeah. 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 We're Irish guys, right? Uh, so the Chiefs, the Braves, I think right. that all that shit's. It, it, yeah. It's a symbol that you are accepted in culture and that, you know, that you're part of it, right? Yeah. And so the Utah, the Utah Utes embrace it, the Ute tribe embraces it. We think that that's amazing, and do yeah. they have some great uniforms? Have yeah. you seen their uh, they're all blacks that they're bringing out this I year? I have. They're fantastic. I wonder what game they're going to bring those out in. Can't wait! Can't wait to see the whole season, folks. And we'll be here all year rocking. Until next time, this is the College Football Experience, Utah Ute style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Run, shoot, shoot.